Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, December 17th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Global markets rallied on Monday as some of the year's biggest economic uncertainties ease. The U.S. and Mexico resolve a final row over their new trade deal with Canada. Netflix tries to reassure investors with a look at its subscriber numbers by region for the first time. And come January, Boeing will suspend the production of its 737 MAX jet. Plus, the FT's Kieran Stacey explains why U.S. companies are now resisting pressure from the Trump administration when it comes to the Chinese telecoms group Huawei. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Global stocks hit new highs on Monday as investors cheered a pause on the long-running trade war between the U.S. and China. The S&P 500, Dow Jones, and Nasdaq all climbed to record highs, as did Europe's Stocks 600 Index. The S&P was on track to have its best year since 2013. Earlier in the day, London's benchmark FTSE 100 jumped more than 2%. It was the second straight day of gains in the UK after the Conservatives won big in last week's general election. Monday's move was its biggest percentage gain since 2016. Meanwhile, officials in Washington were smoothing out another trade pact on Monday. The U.S. and Mexico settled a 48-hour spat over labor enforcement provisions in the USMCA, the deal that will replace NAFTA. Mexico was concerned that the U.S. had slipped in a provision that it hadn't agreed to, that the U.S. would send five attaches from the U.S. Labor Department if it was suspicious of labor violations in Mexico. But U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer cleared things up by noting that these delegates wouldn't be acting unilaterally. The U.S. House of Representatives is now expected to vote on the deal on Thursday. Shares in Netflix are down about 15% since July. That's when the streaming service announced it had lost U.S. subscribers for the first time since 2011 after it raised prices. So yesterday, in an effort to lighten the mood on concerns over growth, Netflix released a breakdown of its regional numbers. It turns out Europe, Latin America, and Asia account for more than half of Netflix subscribers, and most of its growth. But that growth comes at a price. Most of these users are paying less per month than those in the U.S. and Canada. Take the European region, for example, which on Netflix's books includes the Middle East and Africa. The subscriber base there grew by a quarter in the first three months of the year. But the average revenue is about $10 a customer. Compare that with about $12 in the U.S. and Canada. The amounts are even slimmer in Latin America and Asia. The expansion outside the U.S. is important for Netflix as it fends off newer rivals on the streaming scene. But as one analyst told the FT, the revenue disparity won't support Netflix valuations, no matter how fast its international subscriber base grows. And Boeing will temporarily stop producing its 737 MAX jet next month. The airplane manufacturer is facing a lengthy regulatory review after two separate crashes involving the jet killed hundreds of people. The 737 MAX has been grounded for most of the year. And after a two-day board meeting, Boeing decided that pausing production of the 737 is, quote, least disruptive to maintaining long-term production system and supply chain health. 
Plus, the company added it still doesn't know when the Max can return to the skies. The move could have a ripple effect across U.S. manufacturing. There are 600 suppliers involved in producing the jet. Boeing said it will provide financial information about the production halt when it releases quarterly earnings next month. And here's a story you should know more about. The U.S. and China may have backed off their trade war, but there is no such softening in another major fight. That's over the Chinese telecoms company Huawei. The U.S. government views Huawei as a national security threat. Officials argue that Beijing could use the company's equipment for spying, and President Trump has lobbied governments around the world against the rollout of Huawei's 5G technology. But American companies are now becoming more reluctant to fall in line with the Trump administration's restrictions on dealing with Huawei. The FT's Kieran Stacey has more. So the Trump administration has taken a range of actions against Huawei. One is it said, right, any U.S. supplier wanting to sell their kit to Huawei must acquire a special license before doing so. Another thing is they've said anybody who is using Huawei equipment in their networks in the U.S. won't be able to access federal subsidies and also won't be able to supply the federal government. What they haven't done is say completely that Huawei is outright banned from the U.S. Now, One thing the State Department has been looking at, saying to companies, well, maybe we can all sign up to a set of principles that de facto means that Huawei cannot operate in the U.S., and that's where we're at right now. But Kieran, companies pushed back on this idea of essentially boxing Huawei out of the supply chain. Why why is that? Last year, I think companies felt that they had to go along with what the Trump administration was saying. You know, the Trump administration is talking about national security here and national security concerns tend to, for want of a better word, trump anything else. But on this one, the companies have pushed back and they've said, actually, we're not happy with the principles that you are setting out to us. We think that they might open us up to legal challenges. And frankly, we think that you're starting to push us into areas where it could hurt our own business and you're not really helping national security much. So this is an unusually robust forthright position that American technology companies are taking. So can you explain to me why companies would rather stand up to the Trump administration than face the potential legal challenges that you mentioned? One of the interesting things that has happened over the last few weeks and months is that Huawei has taken a slightly different tack to how it approaches its business. Instead of trying to lobby US politicians to get a hearing on Capitol Hill and to argue its case, it's decided to take its case to the courts. And it is fighting back against the administration on numerous fronts. And it is a real willingness to litigate wherever it thinks it is being treated unfairly or illegally. Now, what US companies are really worried about is that they could individually get sued if they sign up to any Trump administration initiative, which proves to not be legal or open them up to some kind of penalty. So on this one, it was antitrust. The technology companies were very concerned that any initiative that brought together two different parts of the U.S. technology industry, here we're talking about carriers and chip makers, to shut out a global competitor could see them sued in the U.S. courts, and they were not convinced that they would win. So, Kieran, after this, is it possible that companies feel more confident in standing up to the Trump administration when it comes to Huawei? 
I think that's exactly right. The concerns that there would be some kind of technology cold war, that this great tech decoupling would happen, that essentially the two technology systems between the West and East would become severed from each other. Those have been growing for a while. And I think companies are more and more worried about what will happen if they don't start to push back against this. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.